kind of society and in media, we talk a lot about self-care. Right. And it's extremely important. I, I, I do think sometimes what happens with self-care, we just feel like, okay, I have to make sure I take care of myself before I can, you know, fill other people's cups, which is, right. which is absolutely true. But what happens is sometimes we can go to a, I don't want to say an extreme, but we mm -hmm. can maybe kind of lean too much in one direction where we're like, you know what, I really need to just take a break. Right. And what I've learned from experience, when you just say, okay, you know, I'm just going to take a break from everything, like hands off, take a step back, uh -huh. I'm not going to help anyone. It, 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 it can harm you in two ways. Uh -huh. Number one, you get used to just kind of not doing anything. Right. Um, and it becomes harder to jump back in. It's like the inertia just overtakes. It, exactly. You just kind of dropped everything exactly. So it's hard to jump back. The second thing is actually whatever over, overwhelming feeling that you are having, if you're starting to feel down, start to feel negative, that actually adds to your negativity because subhanAllah, it's part of the prophetic model that helping others, being engaged, um, using the gifts and, and, and the blessings that Allah has given me to help others, it helps you and it makes you feel good. Not that we only do it for that, but it's definitely a, a wonderful kind of cycle to be in. SubhanAllah, I think that's such a great point because we do talk about, okay, take a break, it's okay, healthy boundary setting, etc. <laughs> right. But on the other hand, you could inadvertently be making it worse. Yes. You know, I've experienced that myself. I've been like, I don't want to answer calls. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then two days goes by and I'm, I'm feeling more isolated, more lonely and more detached. And you know, that could be shaitan, right? Yes, absolutely. If he can't get us to do something bad, he'll stop us from doing something good. And it becomes to our own detriment. Yeah. Yeah. So on those days where you just have like 5 million student meetings, there's not really a lot of focus on the spiritual aspect. You're not doing any services or any prayer groups or anything like that. You have this form and that form and this meeting and this parent and this, you know, admin stuff. How do you really keep your eye on the prize, like we said before? Like, how do you really know that, like, okay, this is for the sake of Allah, even though I don't feel like it's directly related to him right now? Yes, absolutely. And, and it's something, you know, as we were talking while we were kind of preparing, yeah. uh, it, it was nice that we discussed really making sure that we're satisfying our spiritual needs. And and like you said, amongst all those different tasks, sometimes you get caught up in the all of those things, yeah. right? And helping others and in the business aspect that you really didn't make sure that you maintained Kashua and your Salah, mm. that you're doing the things that spiritually will really kind of fill your cup, yeah. listening to to Quran, listening to reminders, making sure that we go to programming that's going to benefit us and remind us of what we're doing. Right. I think that really helps. Don't get overtaken by this dunya. Make sure that you're always, always looking at the akhirah. And like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us the guidebook. He tells us what to do, right? Absolutely. SubhanAllah. Absolutely. I just, I think a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers out there, a lot of youth that we come across in the masjid, when they're volunteering, they get frustrated. Like, this may not be their full-time work, but they're very much a full-time volunteer. Mashallah. And they're getting frustrated because there seems to be a lack of understanding between the generations, or they feel like there's too much bureaucracy. So they feel like they're losing their masjid sometimes. And sometimes they even say they feel like they're losing their faith because jama'ah work just seems too difficult. So what would you tell them about, like, the meaning of working in jama'ah and like how they can really sustain through those challenges that we all face. Yes, I, I, you know, I think just acknowledging that that's something kind of normal and to be expected in, in collective work. Yes. You know, um, yeah, absolutely. And I love how you mentioned, you know, the kind of um, getting used to dealing with 
different members of our community that speak different languages, they come from different age groups. And subhanAllah, you know, one of my mentors reminded me of something very beautiful. We never had segregation in, in, in Islam. In Darul Arkham, you had the, the younger uh, um, people that were coming into Islam, you had the older individuals, you had men, you had women. So you had that mix. So for us to say, well, I only want to deal with somebody in my age group or somebody from my same cultural background, it doesn't work that way. So I think reminding us of the expectation that part of our work is dealing with different people and it's not always going to be easy. Exactly. I think we have this idealistic image of like the Sahaba and what they went through with each other in community. Yeah. And then you start reading and you start learning more and you're like, oh, okay, okay. They had interpersonal challenges. They had personal challenges, personal demons to overcome, Yes. you know, and they were among the best of the best. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So we need to just stick in there. That's part of the tarbiyah and tazkiyah, right? Exactly. And I was going to add to that, you know, as you mentioned before, when you're so caught up in a good way in volunteering, oftentimes what happens? We're watching, we're checking, we're, we're making sure that things happen, but we didn't necessarily get to attend all right. of those things that we planned. The qiyams, you know, the classes, the, the events. So we definitely need to make sure that we are taking time to go to our halakha or to our usra, to make sure that we go to... Um, you know, an event or, or go online from our trusted shiru and listen to those reminders that will really touch the hearts. Yes, excellent advice. I know we were connecting on this earlier before we started recording. And, you know, for me, when I actually worked in a masjid, I actually went externally. I went outside for to kind of fill my spiritual cup, right. to learn and to be in a place where community members weren't looking at me as the person who knew all the logistics. Sure. I didn't have to think about all of those things. And so if you have to do that, like you said, like find a place online, a virtual space, or go to another place and uh, try to benefit from their programming as well. And don't feel bad about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Because the key is to for us to be reminded of why we're doing all of this. Yeah. It's not for our ego. It's not so that we can exactly. look good. It's not just that it's something fun to do on a Friday night. It's something that we can take joy and pleasure in, absolutely. But it's really for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put all of us here on this earth with certain blessings of time, health, wealth, abilities, you know, a mix of those, you know, maybe some more than others. So um, how do we use that responsibly? Do we exactly. just keep that at home and, and, and just sit on it? Or do we actually go out there and, and use our talents and our uh, our blessings? MashaAllah. Well, Jazakal khair for you coming out here and using your talents and blessings, sharing those with us. Um, it's been well. a pleasure. Alhamdulillah, It's been a pleasure having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining the Remastered Podcast for a second time and here live from the Mass Ikna Convention. <laughs> it was great to finally meet you in person. Yes, thank you so much. Alhamdulillah. This is Sister Munir Madison signing off. Assalamu alaikum. We'll see you at the next Remastered Podcast. <laughs>